So you blink and it's the middle of the week. That's not that's not bad at all, is it? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Um, I have to say, I'm wearing a new favorite shirt today. My super comfortable, oversized flannel that I bought in the men's department. And I am in love with it. I haven't had an actual real flannel shirt since I was a kid. Wait, why did you buy it in the men's department? Is it Murphy's shirt? No, no, no. We were looking, <laughs> That's the problem, actually. We were looking for shirts for Murphy, yeah. me and the girls. And I saw that one, this one, and I was like, I love that one. So I looked and, you know, bought a size small or whatever, large or whatever. See, our oldest daughter, Taylor, gave me a flannel for Christmas. And the thing is, you know, I'm not, I won't wear it I, on, on the weekends, casual or whatever. That's not Monday through Friday dress for me at all. Right. But yeah. I love lounging around the house in it. You know? Oh, my gosh. I have not had a real flannel since I was a kid and everybody had them. And we were like in the country and it was cold. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I even wore them in the 90s when grunge was it. Right. I don't think I wore them. But I am in love with the feel of this shirt so much. And I, I'm earlier. I'm putting on makeup. And David walks in. Oh, I said I love that. Oh, I love flannels. And I like that. I didn't know that was your favorite shirt. First so I, thing. He's like, oh, I love your shirt. I'm thinking, yes. I love <laughs> flannels. Actually, last weekend, yeah. uh, me and our group of friends, we all decided to do They're like, hey, flannel day. So every fl- flannel Friday. So we all just not, put on our flannels, ooh, which nice. we actually huh. learned then that flannel is just the material and yeah. not because everyone thinks flannel and they think of the plaid pattern. pattern. No. It's not. It's the actual material. No. Because we had one friend show up with just a plain flannel. And yeah. of course, they're like, that's What's, not flannel. And he's like, Google it. That's and an had interesting to shove it conversation. In David. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have flannel sheets for when it's really cold. Yeah. Um, they're red. Mm-hmm. Straight red sheets. Anyway, so yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still to... reeling here because I always thought flannel was a design too. So oh, did I. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the pattern. No, it's a material. No. Thank you, David. I'm learning something new the every day. You know. Yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> anyway, I am so comfortable. I hope it's acceptable to wear on the daily. I'm not saying I'm going to wear it every day, but I want another one. I'm so comfortable. I'm a little warm well, no in one's here. Looking. But well, I say that again. There are cameras in here now. so Yeah. <laughs> it's a new favorite shirt. Too comfortable. And I think on sale now. I think if I go back, way on sale. Hey, remember, Motivation. Flannel Friday, like David said. Motivation yeah. for me. I would love to do Flannel Friday. Okay. A lot of fun coming up today. Um, Sam, you'll love this after seven. Mm-hmm. The one thing that everybody, every single person who is online dating says that they want what they're looking for yeah. from people they're talking with back and forth. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, first one of the morning, and it's a big one. The national conversation about Oprah Winfrey for president. This one's taking off. In case huh? you missed yesterday what her best friend Gail King had to say about Oprah and Gail's late night conversations about it after the Golden Globes. We'll do that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so since Sunday night at uh, the Golden Globes, when Miss Oprah Winfrey won the Cecil B. DeMille Award and gave a speech that was so inspiring and church-like and presidential, there has been a national conversation mm-hmm. about Oprah, uh, a presidential run for Oprah in 2020. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. God, she knows how. I mean, she covered a lot in that speech. Yeah, because it didn't just sound like the I want an award. Thank you. Let me thank these people. It sounded like a political rise up speech. Because it was balanced. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 Oprah is sincere. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that's plastic about Oprah. And that's why it doesn't come off as, you know, political. That's one reason she's she's so loved and people would want to follow her anywhere. She was on television for so many years being so real. 
and believable and you feel her. You don't just watch her. You kind of feel her. Um, so, you know, Gail King being her best friend on CBS this morning, yesterday, you may have heard this last night. They talked about a lot of things. Poor Gail. Like she knew she was in the hot seat yesterday. Um, uh, about the speech, they asked her, like, who, you know, who wrote the speech? Oprah crafted that speech. She knew how she wanted to start. She knew exactly what she wanted to say, and she knew how she wanted to say it. She talked to an editor at the magazine. Oprah put down exactly what she wanted to say. Those were all her words. Yeah, it's interesting to me that anybody would have questioned whether she wrote the speech in the first place. Well, wait, I think yeah. that's because it seemed she was really ready for it. Right, right. But I mean, I think that's a, a legit question yeah. because it was wonderful, but it did. It was a speech. Yeah. She didn't falter from it. She had. She knew it. So you're saying Stedman had nothing to do with it? I didn't say that. I don't think Stedman writes for her. That would be horrible for them, wouldn't it? For them to work like that together. Huh? What? He's supposed the to be an, working together. He's what? supposed to be like an escape for her. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So anyway, Gail King, her best friend, and you know, we, Stedman apparently said something to the L.A. Times after the interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, after the speech um, that made everybody think, oh yeah, she definitely would run mm-hmm. for president. Gail is saying, you know, not so much. That's not what he meant. He thought the reporter said to him, would she make a good president? And he said, absolutely, she would. That's what that's how he interpreted the question, because this is a thing. Stedman would never so cavalierly say absolutely she would do it. Because he knows what's good for him. He wasn't told to say that. <laughs> okay, so coming up next, we'll extend this because Gail apparently talks to uh, Oprah every single night. And Gail knows got the scoop. what Oprah's really thinking about all this. That's next. Kind of almost like having back-to-back Hollywood Outsiders. It is. You ready? Part two um, of the national conversation of Oprah for president. I told Sam yesterday that one of the things I saw trending was also Nopra 2020. That's always the any dialogue is going to be that way. Right. It just got bigger yesterday, though, because her friend Gail King, who's who on also co on CBS this morning, opened up about it. Addressed it. Addressed it. Right. She was saying that, you know, yeah, she crafted the speech, the Golden Globe speech. Uh, she thinks Stedman did not mean to say that she was definitely going to run for president. She was think, saying think that... Stedman yeah. heard about that, yeah. Sam? They've already got Stedman damage control. Stedman. Do not let him speak. Between Gail and Oprah, you think he's going to say anything else? Okay. Poor Stedman. Um, this is what Gail had to say when asked, hey, do you think she's going to run for president? Uh, no, I absolutely don't think that her position has changed. I don't. You know, I was up talking to her very late last night. I do think this, though, guys. I do think she's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I also know that after years of watching the Oprah show, you always have the right to change your mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think at this point she is actually considering it. But listen, there are people who have who said they want to be her campaign manager, who want to... Uh, quit their jobs and campaign for her. She loves this country and would like to be of service in some way. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because, mm. you know, setting aside the personality part of it and whether you like candidates or not, right. the, the the job of being president of the United States of America is a very Hardest. intense, full-time, you you know, whether it's four or eight years, you don't take a break. Look at every president that's ever been through office. Oh my gosh, when they age. come out, I know it's eight years in, yeah. you know, in most cases, but they age a lot, right? It's oh, a yeah. lot of stress. It's a lot of pressure. I think that even, I think she probably knows somewhere deep inside of her, as much as she's intrigued about it, that... It would be very difficult. I think she's a realist. And does she really want that? She's already 
conquered almost everything that she ever wanted and more. But she might. I mean, you never know. And, know. and there's no doubt that, you know, the bulk of the population loves Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know and would I mean? follow She's her right. anywhere. Um, that's what Gail had to say. Now, you know Gail now yeah. is probably having nightly conversations, not just about what's up and what you've been doing, but, okay, what should I and should I not say tomorrow morning? Right. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way, your next Outsider this morning at 6.55, not too far away. Uh, David Letterman's Netflix show mm-hmm. debuting soon and his first guest. This is crazy interesting. Coming up next, though. Uh, well, you may never have to fold laundry ever again. Hello. Coming up next, the things you should be honest with on a date and the things that you may not want to be quite as honest about. Coming up next hour, uh, Sam's been tinkering with toys again. Well, no, actually, I'm keeping you up to date on the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. You know, it's going on this week in Vegas. You and it, I say we're going to go every year. Know, we never go. It's the trip we need to take, Murphy. Yeah. Fine with me, you guys. I think, think you deserve cool a trip stuff. away in Vegas. Yeah. Well, because most people Fine don't think me. about a you know, weekend away in Vegas just for electronics, right? right. Um, yeah, there are tons. They're there right now, right? Yeah. Or they're headed there. All of the cool new stuff shows up. Yeah, these are a couple of the ones they're talking about right now. There's one called the Laundroid. That's lawn as in laundry, not lawn as in outside. Oh, laundry. Uh, Talk to me then. And uh, it's about the size of a refrigerator. This is really in the early phases because right now the price the price of it would be about 16,000 bucks whoa so, what does it do well, i mean you know how the roombas and all those started way high mm. dvd players were what thousands of bucks when they first yeah, came out right. so they'll, they'll work out the kinks and it'll come down but it's about the size of a fridge you throw your dirty clothes in and it uses robotic arms and cameras to analyze each piece of clothing uh. and fold it so you never have to fold clothes wait in. you oh, throw your dirty clothes or your clean clothes oh well, i mean your clean, clean clothes you throw okay. your clothes in there yeah that would be a dream come true for me yeah i feel like most of my weekend 60 percent of it is spent folding clothes I'm, and then asking people to put them away i'm kind of skeptical about it because it just sounds like really, really? it's a lot of stuff but i mean then Think again about all the things we can do they mastered the the one out, out unit that can wash and dry clothes at the same time Never knew right. how they were going to do that one. Yeah. It would probably be a better fold than we could do. Yeah, and uh, they're trying to partner. The company that's created this is trying to partner with one of the uh, laundry machine makers. So mm. you can just throw it in, have it washed, it'll wow. fold, bada-bing. There oh you go. Oh, my gosh. All the, the women. Only, the only trick would be is <laughs> if it takes up extra space, where do you put it? Or does the laundry room of the future now have three slots, washer, uh, yes. dryer, folder? I guess yes. if they partner, partner with a laundry machine maker... You know, it if this is part it. of the future, we will make room for yeah, it. Sounds like the Jetsons. Also, the smart dog collar. Now, we know we have dog collars out there that you can keep track GPS on yeah. where yeah. the dog's going. Love those. Uh, but this one actually works with your dog bowl and that you can tell it. You can even do this one from the smartphone app. Tell it, okay, I'm, I'm coming home late today. Feed the dog. And oh. it sprints it out there. And okay. it, it works with a dog um, door that you would put in to let it know when the dog's allowed to go out, when the dog's not allowed to go uh, out. It's a lot of control when you're away. Like that. That's well, yeah, strange. you're a pet owner. Home automation, man. Mm-hmm. Every angle, every piece of it. We'll let you know if they got any more cool stuff this week from the CES. Call or text us. 877-310-4675. Who's on the way, David? Well, I have Kathy on hold, and okay. she can't stop thinking about your hands, Murphy. Ooh. Huh? Um, last night, Murphy was like, look at this. Feel my knuckles. Feel my knuckles. And, of course, Jody says, I don't want to feel your knuckles. What? Why? I don't know, because I was just surprised how dry they were again. Remember, uh, I've had the problem with the whole cracking. splitting thing and all that. It's not. It's, Have you been putting lotion? No. 
Okay. And I'm washing my hands too much. That's the problem. You know me. I mean, Clean I'm, freak. Yeah. I am. But, you know, aquaphor. You can wash them, but then follow up with, you know, lotion. A proper or, proper like regimen. Aquaphor or something like that yeah. to really get in there. Yeah. Um, was it, is it still cut? Is the cut like? No, the cut's gone. Excellent. But I'm going to use that spray bandage thing that you know, we got a call about yesterday. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to try that eight for seven, the future. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. My name's Kathy, and I've got a tip for Murphy about his finger. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Morning, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Um, so, actually, this tip was actually published. Um, I sent it into the New England Medical Journal about 10, 15 years ago, and uh-huh. they published it in their journal. So, wow. mm-hmm. um, the new skin is really good, but, you know, at the bottom line is that your fingers crack because it's dry, so you want to give it some moisture. So, when you go to bed at night, uh, put some Vaseline on it and try to put a Band-Aid or a strip across the crack so that it pulls the crack together uh-huh. and then wrap another Band-Aid so that it holds the moisture in. Most of the time, it works better than the new skin. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank right. you very much. And uh, I want to thank... Go ahead. Sorry, I want to thank you. Um, I love your show. I listen to it driving into work every uh, morning. Thank I have you. a 45-minute commute, so it's always fun to listen to. Well, thank, thank you. you. Tell me about your accent. It's Australian. Ah, mm-hmm. no wonder I love it. No wonder. <laughs> did you grow up in Australia? I did. I lived there for 32 years. My goodness. Do you miss it? Yes, I do now. Up mm-hmm. until last year, I was going back for um, every year for about seven, eight years to mm-hmm. see my mother. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I didn't go back this past year. Mm-hmm. So, but my twin brother's coming over um, this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, oh, cool, man! Well, I hope you get back, you know, more often. That kind of feeds your soul. But um, I love that you listen. Call us anytime. Thank you very much. Sweet Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. So I'll be uh, loading up on Vaseline tonight, Sam. Just Sam, I'll s- slide out the bed. Don't you yeah. have <laughs> cucumber melon lotion over there on your side here? I brought morning? it home. Oh, sorry, Murph. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So much to tell you about lately. Uh, David Letterman's new interview style show coming to Netflix. They've announced his first guest and it's a big one. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So there's so much to talk about lately, but we haven't touched on this yet. And it's been announced, you know, David Letterman left TV quite a while back A couple years ago, huh? Yeah, a couple years. And at first he sort of went reclusive. And of course he grew that beard. And by (laughs) by the way, I believe he is still rocking the beard. It doesn't look like it's... uh, that's oh, no. Stop. Yeah, he is. And, and it Does looks, he trim it up at all? Yeah, it looks like a perfect Santa Claus beard, doesn't it? Oh, David. Okay, so David Letterman does, he has been working on a new show with Netflix, and it comes out this month. And it's going to be a longer interview style, interview type style show. Is it be nightly? No. Okay. <clears throat> it's called My Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman. Hmm. That's the title of the series, and it's on Netflix. And his first guest is former President Barack Obama. Cool. No kidding. Here is the trailer for this show that's, you know, all over Netflix now. I had a show for a long time, and then I didn't have a show for a long time, and I can't tell you how great it is to be out of the house. Wow. <laughs> okay, so this first episode with with him interviewing, and not just interviewing, 
President Barack Obama, but walking around hanging and, and hanging out like stuff you've not seen before, you know, really in depth, mm-hmm. just hanging out. Um, it debuts Friday, January 12th. So right around the corner and then other episodes will come out, which is different for Netflix and air monthly. Huh. So you won't get another one for another month. Some other people he's talking to George Clooney, Jay-Z. See, that way he can pick his uh, the big name people. Right. Know? Well, they're all big. Right. Tina Fey. Right. And that's going to be fun. Howard Stern. I so like, these interviews take you like in inside and outside of a studio setting. And, and apparently David's traveled far and wide to do it. I love the title, too. That just sounds like when he was introducing the big name guest on his show. Oh, yeah. My next guest. Oh, he he did say that a lot. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Sam, for uh-huh. connecting those dots for me. Um, and look, he's so funny. One of the things he said at a Netflix party. Here's what I learned. If you retire to spend more time with your family, check with your family first. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he had to and needed to get back to that, work. That'll be David so nice Letterman. to see him again because I'm, I've missed his, fu- his, his humor. humor. And yeah. in a way, maybe you've never seen him before. It's just more time with right. him and it's more in-depth. So look for it. It uh, debuts this month, January 12th on Netflix. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider. we got a couple for you next hour. Uh, Gail King, what she had to say about her conversations with Oprah about the Oprah for President movement mm-hmm. and much more next hour. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Happy Wednesday. By the way, if you're looking for a way for your laundry to fold itself, Sam's found it. Oh, man. In case you missed that last hour, you can subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That's going to cost you. I need that in my life. Uh, you can listen it. on your schedule by downloading the podcast today. Okay, dating. This is so fascinating. When you're online, Sam, dating, have you ever taken a survey? The companies that host the websites, they ask survey questions all the time. Yeah, yeah. well... In order to sign up, I believe it was from Match, you have to answer a bazillion questions. Ah, it's because they're trying that. to find the right spot for you. Your oh, interests, sure. uh, you know, what you're not interested okay. in. Don't waste my time on this kind of stuff. Okay. This is interesting. I asked that question to bring it up because Match.com did a survey where they found out that more single people than not, so more than 50% of people, yeah. uh, when asked, um, if, some, if they go out on a date, so this is not just online dating, this mm-hmm. is dating, period. If you go out on a date with somebody and they don't, or they're not feeling it for you. They right. don't like you. They don't want a second date. They want you to be honest with them about that instead of just, okay, I'll call you and never call again. Right. They want you to say, this is not going to work for me or I'm not don't, feeling it. So basically don't string them along. Yeah. I mean, I would think 99.9% of people would want that, not just more than 50. Yeah, it would be nice to know. Yeah. But, you know, because as opposed to it just kind of, yeah went away or yeah. not returning the calls or nothing mm-hmm. ever happened mm-hmm. it would be nice to know okay this is why so you can work on that for your next date whoever it is yeah. you know work on your game i guess yeah. do you think it's, that if people are just being nice though that's why they don't really want to sure. say anything yeah. to do it? it's, it's hard to it's that's why we're t- i want to talk about it because it's like figure out your words think if you really go out with somebody and you really you know it's not going to work maybe you don't like the way they look at you. Maybe you don't like, you didn't feel it. You felt like there was no chemistry or you don't like who they are, whatever. You're nuts. You don't, you don't have to say anything hurtful, right. but you do need to be ready with, you know, it was nice to visit with you, but I just don't think this is going to work for me or I'm not feeling the connection that I'm looking for. And that's the thing too. Why not that? If, if you go that far, that? you need to have something ready to say because yeah. the person's going to want to say, well, why? What was it? Because I said this, because I did yeah. that. And you're going to have to be able to yeah. not just tell them, yeah, you're nuts, but it's all you part know, of being a grown up. Nice. It's all part of being grown up. I had someone be very honest with me a long time ago about something weird. 
Um, I never about told you? you this story. Yeah, about this is me. Before me and you, Jackie? way before you and me. I'll tell you about that coming up next. <laughs> Jody was mentioning that the one thing that every single person on a dating website has in common is when they're not accepted for the next date with that person, that yeah. they want to know why. Or, 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 or not, it's not and, even and, just online, right? Yeah. Oh, that, right. It's this in is life. In, in life, too. And, you know, actually, I guess not as much knowing why as it is just to acknowledge, don't string me along. That's really what right. is the if most common If you never call thing, me right? back, I'm going to imagine the worst is what where people's that, minds go. Isn't that called ghosting? I guess. Yeah. That's after a relationship, though. I think ghosting is, we've been dating. Oh, Bailey's saying no. Bailey's shaking his head no. You can ghost somebody after one date. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was more of a, <laughs> I mean, we haven't dated in so long, Murphy. How could we know? Right. Okay. <laughs> this whole conversation we're having this morning makes me think of this thing that happened one time so long ago that I really don't even remember his name. Mm-hmm. That's how long ago it was. It was a group of friends. We were all hanging out, and this new guy came into the picture, and I don't even remember his name, Mm -hmm. but I liked him. He liked me. At first, we were sitting together. We're watching movies. You know, I lived in an apartment with and a bunch of friends were always coming in and out and whatnot, and so it was like we were sort of going to date. You know, we were just, he held my hand at one point. It's a long time ago, and then I think the conversation came up. In other words, we weren't really dating, but it was definitely implied. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. He kept putting his arm around me. I think we hung out again another time while watching maybe the Super Bowl. But you never officially went out on a date. No. But there was, uh, my friend came in and she was like, oh, we're getting tickets to this concert. And so I was like, do you want to go with us? And I wasn't asking him on a date by myself, just like, oh, but do you want to go with us? And towards the end of the night when we were saying goodbye and all that, he said, you know, I just have to be really honest with you. He said... I am, and he was my age, which I want to say was early 20s. Right. And he said, I have been seeing this older woman, and I just, I'm going to be with her. And I don't want you to think that this would be exclusive because I just can't let her go. Well, why he was, was he getting everything with you? He was getting everything he needed from her. His friends said, You need to meet this girl, and you need to meet, you need to date somebody who's in your own age group. And, yeah. you know, so we were, he was Peer trying. Pressure. He was, yeah. But I will never forget that conversation because I realized, well, that's awesome that he did that. Yeah. Because now I understand he didn't ghost me. Right. Just, but he was about her, and I think he may have left that party to go see her. And I suppose it's kind of good for me that it worked out that way, right? (laughs) Available, and then we met and got married. And I don't even remember his name. Sadly, that's how quick it was. But good experience because I didn't think twice about it ever. Right. Right. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. What Gail King had to say in case you missed it about her very best friend, Oprah, and the presidential run talk. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Guys, you watch this. No matter what happens all year, because it's only January now, one of the biggest stories is going to be the Oprah for President movement that mm-hmm. started. Well, it didn't really start at the Golden Globes. It's been talked about before. It got it got pretty amplified. It got really cranked yeah. up because of the Golden Globes the other night and that that speech that she gave. Um, and you know, it was it was the biggest thing trending yesterday all of across social media and news sites. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. You know, she's always spoken like that. That doesn't know, sound like any other day to me. Yeah, it's, it's just so that dramatic. It was at the right time, yeah. and it was when those you know jokes were floating around. So, okay, here's the deal. In case you did miss it, Gail King, 
who is her best friend. Everybody knows that. Gail is on the CBS Morning Show. So yesterday morning, you know, the questions are all to Gail. What do you know? What is Oprah saying? And so, of course, she addressed that. What is Oprah saying about you know, the is it legit that she would right. legitimately say, yes, I'll do it? Because Stedman had in an interview said, <laughs> yeah, she'd do it. And they're like, wait, what did Gail, what does Gail know? Uh, no, I absolutely don't think that her position has changed. I don't. You know, I was up talking to her very late last night. I do think this, though, guys, I do think she's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I also know that after years of watching the Oprah show, you always have the right to change your mind. I don't think at this point, she is actually considering it. But listen, there are people who are, who said they want to be her campaign manager, who want to uh, quit their jobs and campaign for her. She loves this country and would like to be of service in some way. You know what's interesting about that? I also saw that uh, there are people suggesting that Gail King might actually have to step down from her role if Oprah actually ran because of, of the conflict of interest. Isn't uh, that wild? Of yeah. course. Are you kidding me? Gail King would be a part of her cabinet. That's the fun game yeah. to play. Put that cabinet on in your brain. Yeah. With Dr. Phil? I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely it's say... It's not the Oprah show, Jody. <laughs> well, I know, I know, I know. I'm just... It's Got the whole joke. gang here. Sort but of jokey, but yeah. I do believe that Michelle Obama would be involved, too, or maybe former President Barack Obama. True. It's if, interesting if just to were, see how, how the whole yeah. dialogue just... I mean, it just amplified and took off yesterday. And look, Oprah is, is loved anyway, and so... And people want to follow go. her anyway. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, guys, on the way in your next outsider coming up at 7.55. You know the new American Idol is coming. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke. Brian. Brian, thank yeah. you. The Perry thing messed me up. Okay, so um, one thing that they're getting rid of for the new American Idol that you might not be very happy about, Sam. All right. You also got the food dude on the way next. And why today specifically might ruin one of your New Year's Eve, uh, your New Year's diet resolutions. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Well, before we get to the new item in the grocery on the grocery shelves, I do have to give you the heads up that Girl Scout cookies are back. It's that time of year, the hundred and first year of the Girl Scouts. Oh, that's right. I forgot around. their big anniversary was last year. Mm-hmm. And right. well, I could use a few sleeves of Thin Mints, a few boxes actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your freezer. No, okay. uh, we don't freeze them. They don't you last. You think that they long, last Sam. at our house? Yeah. No way. Taylor, Phoebe, and Murphy eat those like they're going never to come back again. Um, I am lucky that as long as you keep the shortbread ones away from me, I don't binge them. Uh, the new cookie last year was the <laughs> s'mores cookie, and they are bringing that one back this year. Forgot about that. Yeah. Do uh, we have that? Did we try it? I believe we always try stuff in here. The last new one I remember trying was that lemon one. Lemon. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so check with your favorite Girl Scout. It depends on the different councils and troops as to ho- as to exactly sure. when they're going to start hitting you up for it. Plus, and you what can they're also, called. Uh, yeah, and but you can also go to girlscouts.org to find out, you know how they sell them. After, after the Girl Scouts actually hit you up for it, they sell them in gro- at grocery stores. Right, they go out to the grocery stores. They'll, they'll, it's you like can they find a, them. They have a tracker. You can even download an app. That'll tell you this, this weekend they're at this Walmart, this okay. weekend they're at that Target. Okay. So you know before you get there, I'm going to go in the other door because I don't want the... Uh, Got well, it. You, you know, know Sam, you're going to have to buy them at Walmart because you have that big sign on your door that says no, no soliciting. soliciting at home. So you're not going to have any Girl Scouts coming by your house. Congratulations. Now, I do wonder about that. If I, I guess I should have gotten the one that says it, unless you're a Girl unless Scout. Unless you're a Girl Scout cookie, yeah. <laughs> do they make them that yes. way? Yeah. Do yeah. They There's really? one that says unless you're selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Cool. And maybe I can just tack something up for the time being. For the season. Yeah. A good idea. Make your own handwritten one. Just make it not creepy handwriting. <laughs>
right. I'll use my right hand instead of my left hand. Uh, heading to the grocery store to let you know some stuff that's coming out right now. Pringles has a new spicy guacamole flavor. All not right. just spicy, Sounds not delicious. just guacamole, spicy guacamole. That's worth a try. Sounds Put that on the list, Jody. And uh, just in time for Valentine's, uh, M&M's, is, and they had talked about releasing this one. It's finally on the shelves now, the triple chocolate M&M. So it's got three different kinds of chocolate inside. Oh, Remember that? Ooh, I don't know if you uh, tried so this. So small. How do you know it's three different chocolates? We'll figure it out. Uh, the, the the you don't try, you haven't tried this one yet, Murphy. Is the new Hershey bar? Remember we tried that one. The new pretzel is the pretzel caramel, caramel one. one. Oh yeah, I've not tried that yet. It tastes like toffee. You'd like it. It Murphy. is so good. Okay. Anyway, thank you, food dude. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. What do you do if you think your baby bearded dragon is sick? You scoop it up, oh. you give it a warm bath, and I'll tell you what else you have to do, because well, we had to do it yesterday. Coming up next. We didn't get a chance today. Uh, search for us on Facebook so you can like our Facebook page and get notifications. Whenever we go Facebook Live, for example, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We're literally all over the place. Okay, so yesterday, Taylor, our 16-year-old, and I thought we had a sick baby beardy, bearded dragon. As you recall, her the, the, the two bearded dragons showed up at Christmas, Sam. One for our oldest daughter, Taylor, the other for our youngest daughter, Phoebe. Uh, there were Phoebe's, gifts, though. They didn't just show up. From well, us. They, they didn't gifts knock on us. the door. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, so Ogie, Phoebe has named oh, her as Ogie. Ogie, I like yeah. that one. Uh, and Ogie is eating and double the size from Christmas yeah. and doing great. Like, eats everything we put in its path. Ogie's getting bristly. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Big. Nugget is Taylor's baby bearded and has not grown a ton. Mm-hmm. And we noticed, like the other night, that he was pancaked out, like just laying or down. She. He yeah, or we she. We don't know, right. right? Okay. And that's normal. I found out, like, the bearded sometimes just like to lay out and pancake. They call it pancake means they, they got to flatten themselves. Just yeah. Flat, kind of laying. the way I am after a big meal. But just, I thought lethargic. You know, I thought just that's too chill. Even under the lights. Yeah. That's too chill. And Taylor said, yeah, he hasn't really eaten in two days. Uh-oh. And I'm like, Did he get a hold oh. of a bad cricket? <laughs> I don't know, because there's crickets in his bowl, ready yeah. to be eaten, dusted with calcium. We're doing everything right, you know. We're, I'm offering strawberries, and he licks those. Yeah. And, you know, he likes the taste, but he's not eating those. And Jody is serious about the care of any animals that we've got. I, I remember they said when, when we got them, you know, at the pet store that, look, they're going, and even the YouTube videos, they eat, they grow at different rates. They're, uh-huh. they're all different. Unless they completely stop eating and they won't move, they're usually okay. Right. Yeah. But he wasn't moving a lot. And she said two or three days since he really ate. And I'm like, whoa. So I knew that they like, <laughs> we hadn't done this yet. They like warm baths. And so I, when that, that is something I did not know. When they're shedding, especially an itchy, I thought maybe he's having a period where he's shedding and he's itchy, he's uncomfortable. So he's not eating. How do you give a lizard a bath? You put him in a sink of warm water where he can get his head above, and he seemed to perk up and liked did, it. Did you like candles too? Use <laughs> essential oils. It's a peppermint scrub. We still we put him in the car and took him to the pet store, and actually they said his color looks great. Yeah, he might just be having a little off moment. Whatever. I was so worried. We watched him really, really hard. And last night, one cricket down. He finally ate. There you go. See? It's, it's all looking Touch up. Touch and go Maybe every day. Maybe he was just day. feeling moody or something. Yeah. Maybe you can put classical music on next time. Yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, American Idol news. And are you aware that American Idol's right around the corner? In March, we're getting the brand new American Idol on ABC. So no more Fox. I don't know how similar it'll be, but I can tell you producers are saying they're dropping something that the American public has loved, but always made me feel a little not so great. What do you mean? 
<clears throat> okay, you know when the auditions happen, right? I remember the first time I ever saw them put someone on who was bad, uh, and yeah, I was like yeah. hurting inside, but I also couldn't stop. Right? I was like, I can't believe it, that this is on, and we are milking this. It was partly like humorous, but also uncomfortable to watch. Very much so. Okay, so one of the producers of the new American Idol on ABC said, told the Hollywood Reporter. We don't feel comfortable to put that behavior on TV and on people on stage and laugh at them. And they're in in a vulnerable position. Um, And they know that people once thought that that's how the judges saw everyone. Like that was the first time those people perform. But that's not how it is. And she says they know that we know that, you know, as the American public, there's a line of production and they are screened first. So it's not like we're going to try to pull that over. There's a couple of steps before they ever get in front of the judges. Right. This producer said, look, we want the humor, but we don't want the exploitation. So great. Right. Good. I think there's a lot of potential for a lot of humor without making fun of people. Oh, there he is. If William Hung was trying out today, he wouldn't make it. Right. But but I mean, we've seen... um, tryouts before where somebody wanted to give j-lo a hug you know and that oh, person Lordy. could they sing and they were great and they went to hollywood but they got their hug from j-lo and they got to dance and with it was J-Lo. funny yeah. remember that keith urban was singing harry connick playing on piano oh fabulous okay different group of judges of course katie perry at the head with the biggest paycheck lionel richie in there he's going to be fun and so is luke bryan it's going to be fun look for it on ABC in March, a little different. I've got Millie Bobby Brown news. How much do we love this young lady in Hollywood who is the star, I say the biggest one maybe, <laughs> of Stranger Things. Eleven. She plays Eleven on Stranger Things. She's also going to star as Enola Holmes, the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes oh. in a film series based on the books. When, I, when, when we say film series, I, I'm assuming that means the big screen. That's all we know now. It's brand new. She's right. just signed on. But that means more than one movie. Right. To watch her grow up as solving, Enola Holmes. Solving mysteries. I love it. That's somebody young to get their own movie series, and rightly so. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, on the way, your next outsider around 8.30. When you want to know how Oprah feels about something, including running for president, you ask Gail King. Jody's got some pretty cool uh, Instant Pot recipes for you at murphysamandjody.com. I found one, Jody, I would like for us to try. It's a little involved, though. What is uh, it? It's not fast. I, I want it, it to be simple. I'll save it for you. We'll do it later this hour. Okay, okay? cool. Okay, um, speaking of, you know, stuff we make and stuff, every year at the holidays, that's the only time I ever make is the right, snack mix. Right. And I gave it to everybody. Producer. And our collect, uh, collectible Murphy, Murphy Sam, Sam and, Jody. and Jody thing. Right. Yeah. Jody's so. really known for two things around the holidays, right? <laughs> Better get this right. Her, you know, her mix that she gives everybody and her pumpkin bread, which I, you know, oh, yeah, still, yeah, that is favorite. It. And that is not just at the holidays, but those are Jody's, I, what I would say are her two things. It's not really my mix. It's just anybody can make this mix. Anybody I think the first it, person who ever made it was my cousin, Casey. And I was like, oh, this is crazy good. Well, friends and family think about you. That's why they bring you their jars back going. and say, can I have more? Okay. You never... Uh, I'm sure you made pumpkin bread, but I didn't hear a lot about it this year. I didn't make a ton of it. Oh, One yeah. or two here and there. Yeah. You know, mix was it, the way. Yeah, it flowers up the whole kitchen. Okay, so um, I gave everybody mix, a lot of people mix anyway, this Christmas, and mm-hmm. Bailey said his was gone like the same day. I just finished David? mine today. Wow. <laughs> well, I was gone. You gave it to me and I ate half of it and then I went on vacation and right. then it's been sitting in the corner and I just now, oh. yep, just now finished it this morning. Wow. Whoa. Sam, did you finish yours quickly? Or? Oh yeah, mine's gone. It's been gone? It's been I gone have... since over the holidays. I had an issue okay. with it too because um, 
in my tree, one of the decorations I have were these little uh, stuffed, uh, I guess, bears or whatever. And the dog got a hold of a couple of them and popped the eyes off. So I had those sitting on the counter. And they're real tiny. And I knocked uh, over the mix one day, and uh, accidentally, when I was putting it back in, I put, put the well, eyeballs in it. Yeah, so it was a plastic eyeball. So I had, Ouch. I had to go through the mix to find the eyeball. Oh, you you didn't find it with your mouth. No, you no. good. Yeah, that would have been okay. Oh, oh yeah, goodness. right. And I had a dental visit. And <laughs> anyway, uh, we I gave our boss here a thing of mix, and it's there's still a lot of it in his jar. And the other day, he was like, "Man, that mix is great." I'm thinking, "Oh, did you eat it all already?" He's like, "No, I got plenty." He's eating it, but he's barely he's eating control. it. He's got control. Right. He mm-hmm. has control. He's one of the, because I'm not, I, I can't be trusted around that stuff. That's no. why I don't make it for us at the house. Doesn't Murphy. last. Oh, Jody had the leftover parts in a Ziploc bag. That's gone now. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's totally gone, Jody. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, by the way, you can get Jody's mixed recipe at murphysamandjody.com, too. Super simple. All right, I'm on the way. What we did for our sick, bearded dragon. We thought he was sick, mm-hmm. um, and he's a baby. It's, yeah. It was crazy. This also just made me realize something new that we don't need to add to our list of things to do with our pets. I think it might be maybe already. Okay, and uh, coming up next, though, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What's up, David? Yeah, let's keep the trend going with pets. I'm going to tell you why, Jody. even though you're dressing your dog in doggy diapers, <laughs> yes. you might want to consider using cloth diapers. Oh. Ew. Love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call text us, uh, call or text us at any time to that same number. Uh, and of course, you can always reach us on our Facebook page. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, I want to ask you, how's Piggy the Wonder Pug doing with her doggy diapers? She's doing whatever she wants to do with them because somehow she gets them off. Aha, uh-huh. well. Every single time we put them on her. Anna Marie, who's listens to the show, might have a solution for you. What's that? She says, I would look into getting cloth diapers for your Wonder Pug. Mm. Sounds gross, but anyway. She says, you can Velcro them on really tight than normal diapers, which makes it a lot harder to get off. If my Mm. one-year-old lab couldn't get it off, I wouldn't be surprised if your pug can. Here's the deal, though. Mm. It's Thank you for that. I'm glad you found that solution. My deal is, I want to take the diaper off and throw it away. (laughs) I'm all already washing her blankets every night she has an accident in her right. sleep and that's the point of the diaper i want but it to be disposal i think she's on to something here though i might i could put an extra velcro strip on each one jody once you've got them we can secure that baby and make I'm sure i'm fine it doesn't with move. that i'm not yeah. sure if it's the velcro strips that are the problem i think they're too they're not they're not strong enough but maybe it's her pug belly because she's so wiggly and the fur is she's slippery so like blah there's also duct tape yeah, that's a bad idea, I'm sure. <laughs> no, thank you, Mr. Sam. No, I mean to hold the tabs <laughs> yeah. on. Our goal is to get it off also, Sam. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. You don't mean wrap it around. You're talking about just strips of duct tape. Uh-huh. <laughs> and moving from dogs to bearded dragons, Yay. Valerie says, I noticed that your daughter is a fingernail biter. Be sure to remind her that she should get very sick if she bites her nails after handling the dragons without washing first. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Wow. I yeah. didn't think of that. Well, I said that. Yeah, and I did say that to the girls about that. That's my obsession with the whole reptile thing is massive hand washing. <laughs> yeah, I walked into Taylor's room the other day and her beardy was in her hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not dirty. Okay, but what he leaves behind might be. He didn't leave anything behind. Okay. Look, we love hearing from you. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You know, all this is making me realize I think we've got almost too much going on with pets. You think? Uh, Yes, this list of management thing is getting to be a a little bit too much. (laughs) So can I suggest a few things come off the list next? 
So, uh, Jody, as my wife, I just want to broach the subject with you. I, I, I think we've kind of reached a point of critical mass. So, so formal. Yeah. I'd like to broach a subject with you. the way he talks around the house. Uh, probably no. watching too much of The Crown, you know. <clears throat> makes me oh, yeah. be You're a, a prince too now. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so we have four dogs, as you know. Um, we had two fish. We still have those two fish. The goldfish? Yes, the goldfish. And then into the mix, you know, this Christmas came two bearded dragons, which the girls have wanted for a long time. I was never a fan of having the reptiles, not because I don't like reptiles, but because I was concerned about how are the dogs going to handle this? They're fine. The dogs could care and, less I about know, them. And they have, and I've noticed that. So they you were care you were less. right. And let me put another check marks in the Jody was right column. It check is. Box. It's a lot. This, it's a so, zoo. And I think it's time for us to bump up our aquarium for the fish well, because they're running out of space to grow the goldfish yes and you're and, gonna have to bump up the aquariums for the beardies after a while too because yeah. they yes. get bigger and, and see and this is my point here i think this we've reached the point of critical mass because it's become too high maintenance i'm not interested in making any more room for the fish just so you know jody mm. they're good well, fish, there's a solution to that not but they're they're healthy we mm. just did a great clean on the tank they're not growing anymore so maybe they've adapted to their environment yeah they're not growing because you've I guess we've limited you, what they can do. If we put them in more be. water, they would grow. But it's a twenty even bigger. It, it's a twenty gallon tank that they're in. To Which me, is small in tank world. And we're not fish people overall, so to manage it and you know keep it from getting out of control, we cleaned the tank and shoveled it. Oh, I know the shovel, yeah. the gravel, not shovel, yeah. gravel. I bought vacuum. some siphon thing from the pet store and siphoned off all the yeah. nasties from yeah. the rocks. And yeah, you know. um, here's my proposition then: since you don't want to do one more thing. I feel you on that. We should teach the girls to handle the tank. However, when the beardies have to upgrade to a bigger tank, we can get a different top for their current big habitat, and that can become the new fish tank. I don't know that those tanks can hold fish. I think that they I can. I don't think they're meant to hold water. They're, they're is it a glass rated. tank? Yeah, yeah but they're not aquarium. rated. They're not rated for water. They're a, they're they're rated. what they call they're called a, what do you call it a reptile terrarium kind of thing. It's not an aquarium. It's all in the branding, right? <laughs> I think if you put a different top on it with a with a pump, well, I, it's, here, a, it's a fish. I'll tank. give you a pitcher yeah. of water and you can yeah. pour it in and see what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know the only thing is, I just I want to make sure that all of our animals are cared for. But while this special stuff is happening, we've got a pug who's now in diapers. We have beardies that apparently need bathing. Right. You know what I mean? That's this is like all this other stuff. First of all, it just means they like being in warm water. The girls can do that once a week. You, you, know, just, I'm just, you just want to go home at the end of the day and put your feet up and relax. <laughs> What's happening is we're learning all this stuff right now, but after a while, these are the lowest maintenance reptiles you can have. Next step is to automate the heating lamps with timers, so oh, maybe yeah. this will be Good. easier. Yeah. You know what? That's right up your alley, and I'll handle the fish tank. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. We've got what Gail King has to say about Oprah for president. Jody's Hollywood outsider. So this big story about Oprah possibly running for president, which mm-hmm. got you know some more steam uh, Sunday night at the Golden Globes. You know, when you want to know what's really going on in Oprah's brain, you ask her best friend, Gail King. And boy, did they yesterday on the CBS early show. Uh, no, I absolutely don't think that her position has changed. I don't. You know, I was up talking to her very late last night. I do think this, though, guys, I do think she's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I also know that after years of watching the Oprah show, you always have the right to change your mind. I don't think at this point she is actually considering it. But listen, there are people who are who said they want to be her campaign manager, who want to uh, quit their jobs and campaign for her. She loves this country and would like to be of service in some way. That's a big answer from Gail that she's just intrigued where Stedman had said, ah, yeah, she'd absolutely do it. It'd be up to the people. Um, That one from Gail King on the CBS Morning Show about Oprah. 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Earlier in the Hollywood Outsider, we're telling you about David Letterman's new show, which is coming to Netflix this month. In Can't fact, wait. It debuts Friday, January 12th, but not all episodes. One episode at a time. This is what's cool. The title of it is, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David <laughs> Letterman. So They're going to be all profile, high profile people. Yeah, very high profile people and in-depth where he spends time with them. It's inside the studio and outside of the studio. And his first guest is former President Obama. That's right. And here's the trailer that's um, floating around the internet and Netflix. I had a show for a long time and then I didn't have a show for a long time and I can't tell you how great it is to be out of the house. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that voice again. Me too. And how much fun is this for him? Mm -hmm. Pressure's off. He can do whatever he wants because it's Netflix. It might even be, I don't know if it'll get racy, but other guests he's going to... It it could be more gritty because it's not network TV. And it's not going to be all at once. You're not going to watch the whole season all at once. And you're going to take, like it'll be another month before another episode lands. Uh, It'll be George Clooney one time. The next time maybe Tina Fey is somebody he's going to be talking to. Howard Stern he's going to be spending some time with and even Jay-Z. Nice. Look for that. does it show up? The first one, only the one with former President Barack Obama, lands on Netflix. Was it next week? Friday, January 12th. That's this Friday. Oh, oh, that's this Friday. <laughs> Something to do this Surprise. weekend. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, I got a uh, recipe I'd like for you to add to the Instant Pot collection here. Okay, Mr. Instant Man. We, you got it. So, you know, the world kind of went instant pot crazy at the end of last year. It's just what happened. It's been around for a while, but it yeah. really took off at the end of last year. Like record sales on Amazon and that sort of thing. And, of course, Jody and I now have one, thanks to her cousin suggesting it. Which I now feel like I need to get rid of my slow cookers. Well, at least I wouldn't most do of that. It's, oh, it's, no. it's another tool in the war chest. Or okay. not war chest. I mean, I'm sorry. Tool in the tool chest. <laughs> um, and, and Jody's also a member of the Facebook community, the Instant Pot Facebook community. Oh, wait. When I has, look, I don't. It has a couple of hundred thousand people i've never said a word i'm not i'm not all up in it i found a recipe but it's one of these that i'm scratching my head because it sounds more complicated to me the instant pot should be you do everything in the instant pot but there are a lot of recipes that you use it for that apparently you can't brown things you can't do certain flour that all that kind of stuff and one of them is chicken pot pie Mm. it's an awesome looking Mm. recipe however but but you make the inside part is uh, just the filling is the only thing you make in the instant pot right you still have to do the flour and you still once you've cooked everything in the instant pot, it then goes in the oven for another forty-five minutes wow. yeah. for the browning, for the topping, and all that. That part though is quicker. It's still pressure it's still cooked. It's, yes, even the beef stew that we had that we made that was so good. Our the recipes on our website, it tasted like it had been slow cooking all day by grandma. Um, but we cooked it in like twenty or thirty minutes in the pressure cooker. So okay. I mean, it probably is worth it. Yeah, you're gonna make it anyway. All right. yeah. yeah, just give it to Jody. Let her try it out. Yeah, right. Part of the community over here. Instant pot pie, instant pot chicken pot pie. I'll say that ten times at murphysamandjody.com. And more music is coming up, helping you get through this workday, coming up after the show. Be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast so you can enjoy another episode of After the Show. It's a free subscription, yeah. by the way. Hanging out a little longer. <laughs> Something new I found at the grocery store that I might be taking advantage of. I'll never have to get out of my car again. Ooh. 